Welcome to Up Next. I'm Gabrielle Boucher, millennial author and entrepreneur. Each week, I bring to you next generation leaders and millennial game changers to inspire you to change your world. Let's see what's next. Hey, Up Nexters. Today, I am so excited about bringing to you a very dear friend of mine and an incredible guest, Ashley Crouch. Ashley is the founder of a couple of organizations. One, Bloom Lovely, is an incredible resource to inspire great greatness and mindfulness within women leaders. The second company she started three years ago is called Appleseed Communications, and she works with top leaders around the world to help them hone their message and take their influence and make an impact. I cannot wait to talk to Ashley about her journey of starting these incredible organizations and how she's brought mindfulness to her own success. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us. Great to be here, Gabrielle. So I'm so excited to have you have you on here today talking about your journey in starting Bloom Lovely. Bloom Lovely is a really cool website that provides encouragement, great emails, resources about bringing this success mindset to our work. So oftentimes as women, we can get distracted, we can question ourselves, and we need that motivation. And you talk so much about uh, with your work and with the book that you're, you're working on right now, how do you overcome those question marks that we put in our own mind? Because success doesn't happen overnight. And we don't become who we're called to be overnight either. So Bloom Lovely is just one of those incredible resources that I use on the regular to keep myself centered. So I don't think I've ever asked you this, but how did you come up with the idea for Bloom Lovely? Well, in life, there's always catalyst moments for change, right? And it's hard to point to one specific moment, but I think what it came down to for me was one word, choice. And when I was growing up, I was always really tall. And so people would say that, oh, you should be a model. And they meant it as a compliment, but it actually put me on a path to a lot of unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy uh, self-talk and mindset because the only kind of compass that I had as a guidepost for who I should be in the world were the magazine images that I would pour over in secret as a teenager. And in comparing myself to the images that I saw there on the pages of these magazines and what I saw reflected back to me in the mirror, I saw a huge gap. Yes, I was tall, but that's pretty much where it stopped. (laughs) There was no kind of similarity that I could see. And so what happened was I started having a lot of unhealthy behavior patterns and, and eventually came out of it with the help of friends and just supportive community. But it wasn't until I moved to Manhattan as a young professional and took a deep dive into the media industry, working with models, working on photo shoots, going to fashion week, that I became empowered and grew in media literacy. And I peeled back the curtain into the industry and realized exactly what was happening there. And it gave me so much more empowerment. Knowledge equals power, right? So I saw what actually happens behind the scenes of all these photo shoots and that the images I saw as a teenager actually have between you know 20 to 50 people 
behind the scenes that created the images that you and I see. So armed with that knowledge, I went on a path of healing and it equipped me with the tools that I needed to really heal and think about myself in healthier ways, develop more holistic self-talk and see beauty in a new way. And I think it's so incredibly powerful because our mindset is the result of daily choices. And so as I had been walking in this journey of healing and really discovering myself in a new way and, and, and talking to myself in new ways, I began to expand my own mindset about what could be and what was beautiful. And the expansion of my own horizon, mental horizon, helped me pierce through my own internal glass ceiling. And that was a result of choices. So I wanted to bring this message of hope to other people, specifically women, because I think women hold themselves back in so many ways today. And it's the result of grooming, um, grooming by the media. We see 5,000 ads a day on average, according to statistics, and that's up from 500 in the 1970s. So this is something that really affects us. And Bloom Lovely is something that is a tool that women can use to rewire their brains. And it's an enormous opportunity because, you know, our mindset is the result of daily choices. People call it an organ and organs need to eat, right? Your stomach needs food. Your mind is an organ as well. And it's food is thought and what we put into it, the thoughts that we put into it equal, whether we're going to be healthy or self-sabotage. And so I learned that change happens through daily repetition over time. So I wanted to create a product that previously did not exist, but something that could have been helpful for me that I wanted to bring to more women to help them feed their minds with healthier, more holistic ideas so that they could redefine beauty for themselves, expand their own mindset and achieve their full potential. One of the things I absolutely love about what you're doing and what your message is, is taking a different viewpoint to beauty. So oftentimes we can look at this kind of journey or what we kind of call this coming of age experience as we're becoming who we really are, especially as women in America. It's easy to criticize from the outside and think, you know, why haven't you figured all uh, figured it all out already? Or, you know, why are you still in process? And you could be 15 or, or 45 and still be going going uh, through this process as well. But what I love about what you're doing with Bloom Lovely is saying it's okay to be in process and that even though you don't have it all figured out yet, we're here for you and we're, we're here with you. And um, I'd love to hear just kind of your experience of, of, of seeing what impact that's made. Because my own background, I've, I've had a career in modeling. I've done work with with pageants in the past have competed for years. And, and from that, you get a very different viewpoint about who you are and you start to question yourself. But as you come of age, it's easier to get that perspective. But as you talked about so much, that perspective doesn't happen overnight. That's right. That's absolutely right. And, and it, it gives you a lot of purpose, right? And one of the things that helped me, um, and, and you probably feel the same way, Gabrielle, with your background, um, which is so amazing. But as soon as I decided to let go of perfection and embrace discovery, 
I felt free. This, this concept, one of my favorite books of all time is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And he was a psychologist and he was um, imprisoned in Auschwitz in the 1940s. And he was subsequently became the father of logotherapy. But in his book, he has this quote, which I love. And he says that in between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our ability to choose our attitude. And in that choice lies our freedom. And when it comes down to our ability to choose what we think about and that travel that journey from our mind to our heart and to become fully integrated, that is not only a huge responsibility, but that is a message of hope and freedom, which is precisely what I'm trying to demonstrate and share the message of Bloom Lovely. That's such a good point. And, and here up next, as you know, we are really about motivating this generation to be their best selves, to really encompass all that God is calling them to do and calling them to be. And so we love to give really practical advice and solutions. So what would you say are the one or two things uh, that someone can really work through as they're finding out who they are and and how they're going to translate that passion into action? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, The first thing I would say for women is to develop a habit and a routine that they do daily. For me, it's a morning routine. And that creates the space to set a mindset and to prepare to meet the day from a place of empowerment instead of a place of reaction. And so carve out some time to invest in yourself first I like to say when you show up for yourself, life shows up for you. So it could be five minutes. It could be an hour. And you might say, well, I don't have an hour. I I can barely even hit snooze, much less, you know, think about how to plan my morning. But even if you have two minutes, it will help. And in in that space that you have in your morning routine, concentrate on what you're grateful for. Really feel it at an emotional place. Um, rest in the abundance that is around you, move your mindset from a place of scarcity to a place of abundance. And it can be three things you're grateful for, or you can journal till you can't journal anymore, but just take some time to think about what you're grateful for. And the second thing is be intentional about rewiring your thoughts. And in that process, you will change your brain. Science has proven that, but it could be as simple as writing out an affirmation that you do not believe about yourself at all. But it could be something like, um, I am beautiful and valuable for my own sake, or I bring value to everybody that I meet. I do not have to prove my worth to anyone. Um, These kinds of messages are things that you write out and you say them to yourself, even out loud, and they become your mantras that you say to yourself throughout the day. It's so funny we're talking about them. Just looking down at my journal right now, and I actually just started writing down affirmations about two weeks ago. <laughs> and uh, it's made such a difference. I, I sit and every morning I look at it. I'm looking at them right now. It's, uh, I, I say, you know, I'm wise beyond my years or or I am, am highly favored or I, I bless everyone who I come into contact with. And it's not this super spiritual kind of weird experience. It's really uh, affirming who you're supposed to be and, and realizing that there are power in our words and how you declare something, you become it as well. And it's a really powerful experience. One thing that I've really 
been inspired of from watching your own journey is how you have not only just come up with this idea of how you want to empower women. I talk to people all the time. That's one of the top things that they say is, you know, I want to empower my generation or I want to help someone realize who they're supposed to be. And I want to make an impact in the world, which is awesome and great. And I love that there are so many people who have that passion, but there are not many people who turn that passion into action. And you've been able to do that with your passion to empower women. You've created this community through Bloom Lovely, be able to do just that. Explain that journey for me. I mean, what were you thinking? What did you have to overcome to be able to actually make that motivation come alive in you? It was the result of a lot of soul searching, Gabrielle. I mean, you and I, we know now that we're not alone, right? Studies show 67% of millennials want to launch their own business. Uh, There's so many of us who want to make a big impact in the world. and, And it's the wave of the future. There is a huge seismic shift happening in the economy. And, you know, Daniel Pink, the author of Drive, says by 2020, 40% of workers will be contract. So I'm telling women all the time, if you're a woman in this country, you need to be launching your own business. And no, it's kind of sexy, right? (laughs) Being an entrepreneur today is kind of sexy. There's a lot that goes on into it behind the scenes. I mean, it, it could look easy, but on the back end, it might be, you know, sitting in your PJs in the living room all day and just cranking out emails. But it also feels incredibly rewarding because it's something that's yours and you're putting one step in front of the other in pursuit of a dream. So what did it look like on the back end? Well, for me, it was a, it was a fruit of soul searching and getting really crystal clear in my own voice, tuning out a lot of the shoulds that we hear growing up about who we should be, what we should be doing. Um, I can remember a stage in my life where I had the quote unquote sexy job. And for some reason, one, one reason or another, I just never felt more unhappy. And so letting go of the perceptions, right, of who we should be and how we should look and what we should be doing and getting crystal clear, drilling down to what your own voice and mission is. And that's what happened to me. You know, my mission is to help women thrive personally and professionally. And so did I ever dream of growing up to launch a business? No. Is it the natural result of my broader mission to help and serve people? Yes. And the way that I did it was by taking a page from entrepreneur Marie Forleo. And she says, start before you're ready. So I just said, I'm going to do this until I don't have clients anymore. And that was, you know, almost three years ago and I have more clients than ever before. So understand that there is a mission that you have inside of yourself that goes for any one of us. It's an unrepeatable mission committed to no one else. And if you don't do it, it will not get done. So I would encourage anyone who's interested in being an entrepreneur, you know, we work with women to help them clarify their message, clarify their branding, um, launch their businesses, we coach them um, through our, through the company Appleseed, but also you know there's so many resources today at your fingertips on the internet, courses. Your book, Gabrielle, is so amazing. I already got mine. Um, start before you're ready, and embrace the messiness of it. Everything is figureoutable in today's world and this country. 
the amount of opportunity we have is unprecedented. So we're here at the end of our interview. I'm so happy that you were able to hang out with us today, Ashley. And I'm going to ask you a question that I've asked you before, but you know it's my favorite. So I've got to ask you again. If the 12-year-old version of you were to meet you today and see all that you're doing, what would she think about what you do? <laughs> Uh, the 12-year-old version of me wanted to be uh, a jockey and ride racehorses. Um, and so it, the 12-year-old version of me would be very shocked um, that I would be doing what I'm doing now and probably disappointed to learn that jockeys are a, a lot shorter than I am. Um, <laughs> uh, but that being said, it would be very refreshing because, and this is something that I tell young adults um, people in high school who may be concerned about their future or, you know, not sure what, what's going to happen or what they should do and really search for that meaning. And, and I want to tell people, you know, your life can be a miracle. Your life could be a miracle. You can create miracles in other people's lives if you persevere and, and again, tune out all of the shoulds and drill down to your own voice and, and capitalize on your mission. So little me, I think younger me would be pretty excited about the future to know that this is something that is actually possible in today's world. <laughs> Good point. Uh, you are, you are definitely too tall to be a jockey, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, but there are some similarities I think with your, with your career. Definitely jumping over hurdles left and right and uh, really racing to the next thing. Well, I am so honored and excited that you could join us and share your own journey as you've started and launched organizations, how you've brought mindfulness to your own success journey. I've been able to interview you for my, for my book, The Millennial Entrepreneur. It was so cool to have you in there. And, uh, and I just want to acknowledge you for for your perseverance. You've really taught me so much about what it means to, to be scrappy. I know that's one of your favorite words, but to figure things out, even when they seem impossible and to not give up. And, uh, and anyone who's listening, if you're interested in learning more about Bloom Lovely for being a part of the incredible community and to get daily motivation, visit bloomlovely.co and learn more, be a part of a community and get inspired. Looking forward to having you on again soon in the future, Ashley. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Gabrielle. I so appreciate what you do and what you stand for. And it's so fun to have you on the journey.